I sound different? Um, a little, I guess. Yeah. 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 Is it? Is is there a reason you should be sounding different? I sw- I switched to I switched to Colgate. I had been using Crest, and uh, I now now I'm a Colgate guy. And I just didn't know if like you know like you know how like minor variances and like your tongue and your teeth and all that stuff can like affect your voice. I didn't know. I just didn't know. I didn't know if maybe you know if maybe I would sound different now that I'm using a different toothpaste. It's uh, it really goes to show what gingivitis can do as far as the sound of our voice. So that's exciting news. You know, yeah, and, and typically, like, I'm not a big, you know, once you find something that's working for you, then, you know, I'm not a big jump on it and change kind of guy. But, I mean, when your when your sponsors change, you know, you just, you got to roll with the punches. So, <laughs> so if you're not Colgate. currently brushing your teeth with Colgate, yeah. Colgate, now's, now's the, never leave the cave the without it. Never leave the cave without it. Uh, no, listen, I'm using a new microphone, so I don't even know, like, I have I have yet to uh, record any audio and listen back to it. This is the first audio being recorded with this microphone, uh, so I could sound like shit. I have no, I haven't got a clue. This could be really, really bad, uh, or it could be better than, than anything we've, you know, heard from me before. Um, <laughs> you sound the same. I I do sound the same. We have all, and by all, like I mean you and I, we've both uh, made the moves to upgrade our equipment. But the key difference is yours came in, mine is still on route due to uh, just unable to go pick it up. But perhaps right. it's, as soon it, as it's it's arrived and it's sitting it's, it's sitting in the 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 store that that you've ordered yes. it from. Yeah, it's more just my you just schedule. Didn't go get it. Yeah, my schedule didn't allow for it to be picked up, but quite right. shortly, maybe as soon as next episode, we will all sound different. And regardless, yeah. even if we don't sound different to some, like we, we will sound different, but some people might not pick up on it. The main thing is it'll be a lot simpler of a process on our end and a lot less gimmicky, techniquey, backflipping and hula hoop dancing just to... Just um, it's it's been a challenge the tech we've been using so far. Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully we sound better. In theory, yeah, we will sound we better. Uh, we should, we but if will. we don't, we if will. we if we just if we just sound the same, it will take less work to get to to that point. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to less work. Uh, mm. Well, no. and it's exciting too. Uh, with more new releases coming out, it's uh, it's we got to get that content out there. And speaking of new releases, yeah, uh, I do. Well, I just wanted to say one last thing on the microphone thing. Oh, please. Um, you know, so two things. One huge shout out to our Patreons, yes, um, please, Patreon supporters, you. because you guys, you guys are the reason why this upgrade uh, has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly. Um, you say we all have upgraded, and then you said just us, but technically also, like, the proverbial guest mm. um, has also, because you know what? It, it, it matters to us that when we bring a guest in, 
Um, you know, we've been doing a lot of remote guest stuff and, and a lot of that has been circumstantial. A lot of that's been COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I would say, but it matters to us that when we are back in a position where we are, uh, bringing, bringing live guests in, right. Sitting, sitting across the table from guests, uh, that they also sound good. So, uh, we, we upgraded thrice, um, you know. (laughs) So, so there's there's three new microphones, um, mm. all of the same variety. So again, hopefully this hopefully I don't sound like shit because if I sound bad, <laughs> then uh, you know then we then then Pete picked the wrong microphone for us to order. But yeah, uh, but I forgive you. Um, yeah. So new releases, <laughs> new releases. Also, I want to so I I want to say to you. I mean, it's obviously no surprise that we're we're reviewing a Pixar film today. Sure. Um, and this is something that's been toying around uh, in my mind quite a bit, um, and um, and it kind of kind of bunny trails off of like we were just before we sat down and started recording, we were talking about our 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 calendar um, and our schedule, our release schedule, um, and it's it's funny that. I didn't think we'd ever reach this point, but like this is the end of June um, or like, you know, the, the fourth quarter of June uh, and the calendars like till like January of next year. Like we're, we're, you know, it's things are, things are planned. Um, things are filling. And so, which is exciting. Um, just because you know it's like ah like it just it adds this tangibility to it you can see all the new releases that are coming and yeah so anyways yada 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 um (laughs) there's a couple of potentially open slots in our calendar though because there's like one or two new release films that we're like eh, maybe we'll do maybe we won't do um but we've kind of uh, like they're kind of penciled in anyways if there's one of those that we don't end up doing, an episode that I would like to do, and I'm going to bring it up to you now on the show so that, you know, so that if you're like, ah, no, I don't think it's a good idea, you, you have the wrath of the people to deal with. Um, anytime you and I talk about Pixar films, okay. we, we've we kind of coined, oh. I think maybe I initially brought it up, but Here then... Um, but then you kind of like we, you know, it's kind of become a movie men thing that there are tiers. There are, are different levels of Pixar films. Um, and I'm, I'm sure today's conversation will not be exempt from that in any way. Uh, but what we need is an episode where we sit down and we rank all of the Pixar films. Oh, um, heck yeah. We just dedicate an episode to being like, okay. Here, you know, starting at the bottom of the barrel in the in the moldy wood tier is <laughs> Toy Story Four, and then you know, um, but yeah, I just think it'd be fun. I think it would be fun to sit and like just rank them all. Just talk about all the Pixar films. There's a couple Pixar films I haven't seen, so I would have to mm. I'd have to research. Like I haven't seen Brave, so I got to go watch Brave. Oh, uh, okay. okay. And then I think there's like 17 Cars movies that maybe I have to watch. Um, right. But yeah, I, I would like to, because then, you know, it's an excuse for me to totally flesh out my my viewed ca- viewed library of Pixar films. 
but also I just think, yeah, I think it could be fun. I think it could be fun to come up with a definitive list in an episode of like, where does, where, you know, where do, where does each Pixar film fall? So I'm, I'm, I'm planting that seed for you. So, uh, I, yeah, you really put me on the spot. So you can edit this part out, but that's never happening. <laughs> no, I'm totally trolling. So, uh, the first thing I'll say is I, I definitely was caught flat-footed because I th- that's not where I thought the conversation was going. When oh. you said different, like when you said tears, and I, I now realize you meant like the you know bronze and silver and gold yeah, and categories. platinum, yeah, yeah. etc. I thought you meant actual like tears, like running down your face. And the first thing I I jumped to was I thought you you were going to say we have to and must review all the cars movies and hence the tears and i was like eh, i mean I, I i guess i guess i don't i yeah, don't know i don't know if that's like i don't know if the cars films are so much tears of joy or <laughs> tears of sadness as much as they are like if you were if you were standing near an open septic bed and <laughs> and it was causing your eyes to water um, because of the fumes. <laughs> like, I wonder if that's maybe more yeah. factually for, accurate. For, for many for many reasons and on many different levels, that is a much more applicable comparison. It's a more apt description, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I'm going to make a list. There's a few things we got to get to someday, so that is definitely yes. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today we are uh, we are doing a new release, which we touched on before, and we also are doing a Pixar, obviously, which is why your conversation just came up now. But we are reviewing mm-hmm. the new Pixar film, Luca. Yeah, a Pixar, mm-hmm. the only Pixar film with more cheese references than Ratatouille. Potentially, I haven't seen Ratatouille, so I, I can't confirm or deny. Neither have I. But I mean, it's about but, a mouse who cooks, so I yeah. feel like. And, you know, and I'm just looking at this now. We the last three Pixar films we've reviewed is new releases, and actually the last four I, I stand corrected. The last four are new releases, being Luca, Soul, and Onward, and Toy Story Four, which was like and I the Incredibles Two, third. Uh, we did Incredibles One, but not Incredibles Two. Didn't we do Incredibles Two? I don't think so. I, I know we did Toy Story 4 because I feel like that was like week episode 2 or 3. Like that was really early on. And um, speaking of tears, I, I do hmm. remember more tears occurring for TS4. But um, yeah, Luca. Luca, Luca. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Pixar, uh, which means I was excited going into it. Uh, it also means I think that it's probably held to a higher standard than had I been going into any other animated film. And you know what? We have, we, so this will be, like you said, this is our fourth then. This is our fourth Pixar film that we are reviewing, um, as a new release. And... To date, we have not unanimously liked a Pixar film, right? So, I 
I hated Toy Story 4. You didn't, I don't think you hated it the way I hated it, but you agreed that it wasn't top tier Pixar. Yeah, I, I feel that's fair to say. I, I, di- I definitely didn't like it, but I feel the hate was stronger on your side. I was just disappointed, I think. Sure. Uh, onward, we both we were both like, mm, yeah, this could have been much better. We bo- Like, Onward, we rewrote Onward and made it better. Yes. I, I, don't, I, I don't remember what our rewrite was, but, it, but we made it better. We did. I, like... You know, I know it had to do with like the stepdad and yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then Soul, I got a kick out of Soul. I I thought that Soul was pretty cute, but Soul fell kind of flat for you. It, uh, I think you're right. I'm I'm noticing the pattern of other than onward, it was kind of a bit of a flip flop going on. And yeah, the same was with Soul. I was I was less into it. Right. So it'll be interesting. So I'm interested to see going into this. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, to me, like, often when we do an episode, most of the time, our show is about, is this a good movie? Sure. Um, and I feel like there's an extra layer today um, where it's not just, is this a good movie? It's, is this a good Pixar movie? Because mm. I feel like, I feel like the two are not exclusive um, or, like, mutually exclusive, right? So I feel sure. like... I feel like you could have a great movie, but it's not a good Pixar movie. Which is which is kind of in a lot of ways what I felt about Onward, right? Mm, like had Onward yep. come from Illumination or from uh, Sony Sony Animations or DreamWorks or any of those, I would have been like, yeah, it's a cute film, it's fun. Uh, but I was like, ah, but this is supposed to be Pixar. Like I'm, I'm not here for this. If this is Pixar. Right. Uh, so I just, it's just interesting going into this. I'm like, okay, is it a good movie? But more importantly, is this a good Pixar movie? Yep. Yep. Um, so initial thoughts. Do you have trivia? You, you don't always have trivia for new releases. No, new releases can be hit or miss. I don't have any in the form of questions. They're very brief, quick statements that I'll share. Um, sure. So this is the first uh, Pixar movie to not have John, is it Radzenberger? Radzenberger? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the voice who is literally in, he, he plays Ham in Toy Story. He plays varying roles of importance but he's in he's a kind of a key voice in uh, up to now almost every well every pixar film so he was not in this film and also this film like the it celebrated pixar's 35th anniversary wow Um, yeah something years since toy story no uh so that's what i was looking into so toy story didn't come out till 95 which would not be right. The, I was going to say I'm older than Toy Story, yeah. so something's wrong there. But uh, I guess obviously, like many companies, and I guess many creative companies or uh, meeting of the minds, they uh, it took some time for them before they actually released their first mainstream product. So um, not right. The, they they had like a bunch of like yes. I think they start. What's so great about the fact that Pixar films often. Not this one. This one didn't have a short in front of it. Right. Uh, but no. Pixar films used to have shorts. Mm. Um, 
and you know what? Maybe maybe it's just because we watched it on Disney Plus. Like maybe had it been in the theater, it would have had a short. Because yeah, I'm thinking any of the other Pixar films that had shorts play in front of them before the theater. I also don't think those are like they're they're present on Disney Plus, but they're present on Disney Plus as individual shorts. They don't play before Monsters Inc. When you sit down to watch Monsters Inc., it 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 just plays Monsters Inc. for you. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. Um. But yeah. Thirty fifth anniversary of the collective group, not thirty five thirty fifth anniversary of the first film, but still significant. Cool. Uh, so give me, give me your initial. I've, I have no idea. We haven't talked about this at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you think of this movie at all. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, um, uh, you know me, and I, I know you. It's nice to just dip into something new. We are, we've, uh, as a collective, as a group, as a society, we've, we've gone through a time where we've had to give up some normal some normal activity and although i and i don't think you did either we did not see it in theaters it was still nice to watch something new and have a new release and have that little bit of normalcy kind of return back to us so i as far as gathering around the tv and doing something fun in that capacity um i was excited um and you know it's an interesting film i would say i I can say that much so far um you know, I think in a nutshell, what I took away from it, what I thought was interesting is a film about celebrating our differences and not judging one another and, you know, just generally being open and accepting to one another. And I think there's some merit in that, obviously, and uh, it can be told in a fun way. But, um, yeah, I think I'll just say it flat out. I I don't think it was a great Pixar film, and uh, I don't think it was bad. I just definitely don't think it's near the best, and I don't think it had enough moments near enough to make me uh, get the warm and fuzzies to elevate it to a higher level. Um, and I think the one thing that's detrimental is it didn't it didn't win me enough. It didn't win me enough win over win me over enough in various parts of the film to have the rewatch value, which I think is key for Pixar. Because once you get the rewatch, you get the nostalgia going, you 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 get to appreciate things a bit more, the nuances that you maybe missed the first time, the the details. And I don't think that's there for me. I don't think I'll ever I don't think I'll ever feel the need to rewatch it again. Um just because when you when you have the list of Pixar films out, there's like a good half dozen that are just classics that I would rather rewatch. And there's still a few that I still need to see for the first time that I think are genuinely potentially good from what I've heard. So all those are way ahead of the pecking order for me to ever watch it again, which is, again, detrimental to to this film. So was it a bad film? No, but uh, it definitely wasn't a great film. And maybe we can get into some reasons why. But yeah, generally, that's what that's what I think. You kind of made that kind of... uh, point at the beginning you know being a good or bad film just in general but then also where does it rank with being the status of a pixar film and to me it wasn't a great film wow yeah what now the real question is what do you think and are we on the same side of the table or are we seeing opposite again uh well I think this <laughs> the streak continues. Listen. Uh <laughs> okay. So 
is this is it is it platinum no i'm not gonna put it in the platinum category um i i would defend gold though um oh wow you know listen it it's it's weird because i while i was watching the film the direction that my review was going to take took a turn um Mm. Because I would say right up until the third act of the film, I was, I think, in the same boat as you. I was like, this is a cute film. I like this movie. I don't feel like it's a Pixar movie. Uh, And I was trying to, I was really racking my brain trying to figure out, well, what does that mean? Like, what is it? What am I? Because I said the same thing about Onward. Mm. And I'm like, what? What is it that I'm... Why did Onward not feel like a Pixar movie to me, but Soul did? Um, and, I, and I was racking my brain, and I was trying to figure out, what is it... What am I looking for? Uh, am I just impossible to please? Am I just really picky? Like, what, what am I looking for? What, to me, what is a Pixar film? And so then I started thinking about my, my platinum-tier Pixar movies. Um like some of the toy story movies Uh, and i'm like okay all right um like monsters inc and i'm like okay uh like finding nemo and i'm like hmm all of these films are films that if they feature humans they feature them very much so in the background humans are not the predominant characters in these Mm. films in any way whatsoever uh all of them have humans um but they're not about humans bugs life i haven't seen bugs life but i'm guessing it's probably a platinum tier pixar film um and uh or at least gold and again i don't know if there's humans in it but if there is it's definitely not about the humans now listen i know that onward was not about humans um but it just it it was about it, it was it was basically about humans um like the fact that they were magical was unique to you know that was like a standout thing but they could have just been magical people there was nothing inherent about the fact that they weren't humans um that played into the story right like in in toy story the fact that they are toys is crucial that Mm -hmm. is a part of it yep finding nemo the fact that they're freaking fish (laughs) is that matters that's Mm -hmm. that's a that is a crucial part of the story Mm. um in monsters inc it is crucial because they are scaring humans because humans play again humans play a role and that role is that they are not the main characters and onward i just felt like ah you know what these could be people and the whole magic thing would still work and it wouldn't really like whatever troll or elf or whatever the the main character was he could have been a person and and it it wouldn't have changed the story Mm. um and so i think that for me was was playing a factor so i think this movie started and i'm like ah, it just doesn't feel pixar because you know yes these two are monsters sea monsters and that matters um that's that's crucial to the story however there's just a lot of like there's just a lot of people 
There's a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but then something happened for me in oh. the third act. Like, once the race starts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. The race starts... And actually, not even the like when we when we discover that Alberto is abandoned. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. And there's that heartfelt moment, and then the race happens, and then there's more heartfelt moments, and and I don't know that for me something turned at that point, and I was like, oh, this film is amazing. It's a wonderful Pixar movie. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I don't know, and and maybe you know. Maybe I need more time to 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 sit on it and think about it, but I don't know. Yeah, I was I was I was easily swayed. I went from I don't like this to I like this quite a bit. Oh wow! Um, and that's a pretty big so, s- not. It's a it's a significant swing. It it was it was a significant swing for sure. And you know, uh, yeah, it's it's. It's fun. I mean, it's a good, you know, even if it's not, even if we're not going to say it's a good Pixar movie, it's a good movie. It's it's a cute, fun movie. It's beautifully animated, right? Like Pixar films are just becoming more and more stunning to watch. And and I don't think there's anyone out there who does rain the mm. as good as Pixar does. Like when that yep. when the rain is happening during that biking scene and he's going around the streets, it was like the, the one thing that stunned me and blew me away about Toy Story Four is that opening scene when mm. when RC is stuck in the gutter and it's rain and you're like, is this is this animated? Like, right? This just looks real. Right. Um, so yeah, it, the film's beautiful to look at. Um, well, and you you hit on one thing. Visually, Pixar never drops the ball, and I think no. combined with being in the colorful backdrop of sorry backdrop of Italy was just two great things merging together. And it was it, uh, you can't fault the movie for that. No, the color palette was oh, was incredible because fantastic. Of it. You can't you can't so, see me um, right now, but I'm giving a little chef's kiss, going like it was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Mag- Mag- Magnifico. <laughs> I don't know. That's, my my Italian's rusty. Um, mm. Talk to me about uh, there's there's a there's a fun there is a fun throwback in this film, or can, not not a throwback. There's a fun connection, an unintentional connection, uh, oh. a movie men connection okay. to a film that we have recently reviewed. Can you tell me what it is? Huh. Um, I'm drawing. A blank. I can give you hints too. Like we can, we can do. I can give you lifelines. Please, I'll take a a hint number one, please. It was a film that we did not choose to review. Mm, so, as in a vote. Maybe that's. I, I'm just saying it's a film that we did not choose. Hmm. Hmm. I think I need a second hint. It was a film that was recommended to us. A film that was recommended to us was... I... What? What film? What? What is... I don't understand the connection. It was from the episode where we review Amadeus. Okay. You don't don't know? You You didn't catch the connection? 
No, fill me in. Oh, man. So when Luca and Alberto first okay. get, they're like there and they're eating dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a record player and the okay. record player is playing Figaro. Oh. And it, play, it plays for like a good two minutes in the background. Right. And I'm like, oh, and I'm just like bopping along going, oh yeah, man, this is, this is right. so good. Yeah. And that's, yeah, there, and was it, a, there was Mozart music in, right. in this. And that's the, that's the song you wanted more leaned into on uh, Matthias, if, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Yeah. The song, the song that we didn't get. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm writing yeah. it and it's amazing and it's going to be so good. And, and <laughs> We're like, yes, it is going to be so good. And then and they dropped the ball and they never showed it to us. But. <laughs> cool. Stupid. But nice. yeah, there was nice a fine connection. connection. So yeah, talk to me about is. soundtrack. Talk to me about the soundtrack. You you are yeah. the soundtrack aficionado. <laughs> uh, you know, you've said that to me the last few, a few different episodes recently. And unfortunately, it's never been for an episode where I'm like ready to take the the reins and and blow it off. I'm it, the the soundtrack was fine. Um, I don't think it was as noteworthy as the visuals. And I, like in a Pixar film, that's that's not um, that's not a knock against the film. I just think for me, visually, this film did more for me than it did with the soundtrack. But I would say that the soundtrack wasn't bad, and there were times that you know. In, a, in any good movie that the soundtrack augmented visuals and augmented the story. So um, I, I think the soundtrack was was adequate, was fine. Um, but I'm, I'm if I'm writing a postcard and I only have one and I got to choose a, between writing about the soundtrack or the visuals, I'm, I'm writing about the visuals in this context. So soundtrack was fine, but um, n- not as not as amazing as the visuals. OK, I yeah. I. It was just so funny. We're so polar opposites on this. The soundtrack <laughs> stood out to me really? so fantastically. Yeah, well, just because Great. it was like, because it could, uh, it had the opportunity to, and it took advantage of the opportunity mm. of leaning heavily into the Italian ethnicity of the film. Mm. Um, it just, okay. it had this beautiful Italian flavor. Um yeah, man, everything about this movie, everything about this movie, I was like, I I want to go to Italy. Like, oh I, yeah. You know, yes. This this town. Yeah. So, I have, you know, I've never been to Europe. Sure. Um, sure. but I would very much like to do a Europe trip. Oh. And when I go to do my Europe trip, I want to like I want to go to a bunch of different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I want to do like stereotypical th- I want to. I want to visit the the very idyllic places, right? Mm. So, like, if I go to Ireland, sure, I don't want to go to some big. I don't want to go to Dublin and there's like you know friggin' Starbucks and and <laughs> McDonald's. Right. I don't want to go to Ireland right. and see a McDonald's. If I see sure. McDonald's in Ireland, it's gonna kill. It's gonna ruin everything for me. <laughs> It'll be a buzz. I want to see a pub. Yep. In a, a, a next to a potato field, and something that kind of looks like the Shire, maybe, and and just like this very like, you know, uh, backwater Ireland, right? And if and if a customer to... comes, if if a customer comes in the pub and asks what the Wi-Fi password is, the the barkeep says the barkeep says, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah. We haven't got no. Yeah. I, I was going to do a really bad, but anyways. Yeah, I, uh, I, you you are a master of accents far more than I, but I could tell just from that first time, I'm like, ah, no, don't do it. As, no, it wasn't happening. I was, <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. anything I can do, you know, I was, because I was, so I was trying to do, I was trying to do a realistic one, because anything I can do is just like, you know, right. the, after me Lucky Charms thing. But, right. Um, <laughs> You know, oh, no. I want to go to Scotland, and yes. I want to see a castle, and and a guy in a kilt, and and I want to eat haggis. I, I don't want to eat haggis, but no, I, you, you know, do not. You do not. But um, and while we're on I'm, Scotland, you you can do a Scottish accent, can you not? Of one specific uh, Scotyard. Uh, <laughs> are we talking about Sean Connery? I, I don't, don't even know, know like. I don't even know if that counts as as a Scottish because it's just so weird, right? Like when I think of Sean Connery, I, there's like this disconnect that happens in my brain. I don't think right. of him. I don't think of myself as doing a Scottish accent. Sure, right? Because if I'm thinking of a Scottish accent, it's like, oh, it's great and like right, you know, right. all stuff like that. Whereas no. Sean Connery's just very like, <laughs> you know, I just. I just wish I could talk without all of this shit in my mouth from time to time because it makes me right. Like it's, it's to me, it's a completely yeah, different thing. It is. Um, it is. It is. But yeah, I want to do all those things. I want to go to Germany mm, and I yep. want to eat sausage and drink beer. And I want yes. it to be served to me by one of those girls in the, whatever that out, the October oh, um, leader Hosen leader Hosen. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and she's like, she comes out with like this, like eight of these giant. How are you? Mm. How are your arms even supporting these these right. steins of beer? Right. Like, you know, so I just yeah. want to do all these like really yep. um, stereotypical things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this movie, hmm. the, the the town that they're in, and the culture, and everything about it, I'm like, yes. If I go to Italy, this is what I want to do. Mm. I want to witness, I want to, you know, and this is so farcical, but I think it's really yeah, funny. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to witness like a triathlon where part of it is eating a plate of pasta. <laughs> like, you know, right. to me, that was so cute. I was like, that's, that's clearly that was, that's ridiculous, but you know, but it's also it? a lot of fun. I think it's kind of cool. It is a lot of cool. You know, yeah. But this, this film, if it achieved nothing else, it has made me want to look into Italy airfare. Right. Yep. For sure. So, so I won't be around next week. Uh, but you know, but we will resume once I get back from Italy. Maybe I mean, there's <laughs> internet in Italy. I'm sure we can we can do the show. Oh, yeah. remotely from Italy. Yeah. Heck. Okay. Never yeah, mind. Just work out. The Never t- mind. The time I'll be around next week. We'll work out the time difference. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? Talk to me. Talk to me about this movie. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer, and it's not even that I have a, a critique list. It's more, I might even just verbalize and we can sound it off, and we can we can, we can can work it out, but I, when I was watching this, You're just going to so be a jerk about this. <laughs> when I was watching it, obviously, and I'm, I can't be the only one, but I, I definitely, how would I say this? I definitely got a lot of reflection or or um felt felt a similar tone to the the concept and the storyline of the little mermaid the disney the disney movie and i i thought i can see that yeah like there's a lot of similarities with the protagonists motivations of you know wanting to go above the water and live above land and being where they're not and 
all those kind of things. And obviously the film separates itself from that pretty or like pretty, pretty soon afterward that it's, it is a bit different, obviously. Um, but you know, I, there was just something about it that I just felt the movie took this big plunge of our protagonist leaving the water for the first time and going to land. And there was something that I just wasn't emotionally ready for that yet. Cause that's a big first step and it just kind of happens. And I don't know if I needed, I th- I'm wondering if we needed a bit more backstory with the parents, maybe why they avoided the surface, maybe a little bit more interaction with the parents and, 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 and Luca. And uh, I'm just not sure what was missing. Um, just, maybe a bit more backdrop to Luca's sheltered life and more yearning for what he wants and why he wants it. And just something to maybe make that land encounter a bit more significant. And I'd say like the first third or the first half of the movie, a little bit more significant at times, just because I think what I'm trying to say is my head understood what he was wanting and why he was wanting it, but my heart wasn't there. I don't know if the film did enough for me to go, I'm emotionally understanding where he is. I'm emotionally charged by what's going on here. And it could just be me specifically, or it could just be what was done with the film. And um, yeah, I'm just wondering if a bit more could have been done there. No, yeah, I I get it. We didn't know him yet, right? We were like, he was going on this big journey that we were supposed to care about. We didn't know him yet. Yeah, and something else while we've been talking that... um, I'm not sure if it's a critique is more of an observation, but I'm wondering, I'm trying to discern what is different about this film that makes it not as enjoyable to me as some of the other Pixar films. And I'm just trying to think about this film out loud here. We've got Luca. So it's about two juvenile characters who are doing cute juvenile things. You know, they play and they don't have a solid grasp of reality, obviously. So they, they're going down hills in an unsafe way or they're, their entire desire in life is to get this scooter or they have all these kind of perceptions of the world that are very in line with just the way children think that isn't based in fact that is based in imagination and just what makes childhood beautiful and amazing and i'm just wondering as much as that is nice i i'm just wondering if there's not as much in this storyline to appeal to adults who are watching this film and I'm just trying to think, and I'm just going to spitball and say, okay, we've got Incredibles. Incredibles is a film about adults living in the adult world. They have children, so there's a childhood aspect that's caught on screen of just juvenile, fun, delightful things happening. But then it's also balanced by adults, adulting, that kind of has just a storyline that kind of moves along more progressively and a little bit more... I don't know, maybe relatable to the adults watching. So I'm just wondering, maybe a film like in the Pixar world I'm talking about that's just basic, just specifically about children. Maybe, maybe you lose something for some of the adult viewers, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe this falls apart pretty quickly because we've got films like Wall-E that is about a toaster or whatever he is that lives in a dump. So it's not, it's not always about the relatability of adults watching adult protagonists in Pixar films, but I'm just wondering if that tone is one of the reasons I didn't like Luca as much as maybe there was less that I, in this specific case, found relatable or found as enjoyable from a story progression perspective. And that, that might be part of the reason I didn't like it as much as well. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't, 
I, I think you're right. I think I think you're right in your appraisal that this film seems like it has less uh, for the older audience for the most part, um, which is I would say unusual for Pixar, uh, mm. and yeah, not something I not something I think I picked up on. Um, but like now that you've said it, I have no arguments against it for sure. Right. And and just the one more thing that I'm these are all just kind of popping in my head. The one thing, just the more depth with the parents. I think what what I had a problem with was, give me a reason that the parents are so sheltered about having their child go up. So I know I know they alluded to different things, and you know there were various safety reasons they didn't want Luca to go to the surface. But show me that, like show me the mother in tears talking about Aunt Bessie or. Just, I guess, give me more depth as to why they're feeling that secure or that protective about it. Just because otherwise, it's it's a very one-dimensional, hollow plot point where you see this poor little juvenile person. I almost said per, uh, he's not a person, but you see this juvenile character who just wants to be above land because it's an adventure and he wants to have a little friend he wants to have companionship and you can't fault a individual for wanting those things and so then you just have him going against a brick wall of the parents not allowing it and not having a reason why so it just it doesn't add for much conflict is is if we had reasons where mm, yeah we want luca to have these things but also there's a reason mom's saying this and we should we should emotionally be connected with what she's saying. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but there yeah, are some, I, you just, you just hate this film. I, you know. <laughs> and okay. Now the next 47 things I'm going to mention are specific. No, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. Mm, yeah. What was, okay. what did you find the most emotionally significant moment of the film for you? And I'm, I'm not talking like plot wise, what was, you know, uh, intellectually, what, what, what was integral to you. I just want to know, like, when we watch Toy Story 3 as individuals and there's scenes where things are about to happen and as humans, we're, like, tearing up. Just for you right. and Luca, what what was, like, it could have been something silly, but was there something that, like, of, of all the other scenes in the film, this scene made you either tear up or laugh or just, like, genuinely get, fill up with the fuzzies? Was there a scene that did that for you? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't end up crying, uh, at all, but the, the scene that I think definitely came the closest was, um, was when he's, 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 a, he's winning the race and he has to stop because it starts raining mm. and Alberto comes running up the hill with an umbrella for him. Um, and that was amazing. And then his, but his umbrella blows away and he's revealed and the net's thrown on him. And you, you just see Luca's heart break and, and realize that, um, that he needs to self-sacrifice here and that he needs to, you know, he, he's going to expose himself in order to, to save his friend. And to me, mm. it was just, that was incredible. I had a, yeah, I definitely had an emotional response. That's and that's really cool. And I think I think yours coincidentally also aligns with like it it made you feel that way and you had that response, but also it's such a significant point of the film as far as yeah. the the film kind of rounding out to being this is this is kind of the theme that we're trying to ed, like to communicate to you the viewer 
and here it's coming to a head. I think for me, it wasn't, it was um, not as a, such a well-rounded moment of the actual storyline, but uh, for me, just when Luca and Alberto, and I forget the little girl's name, but when they're at the beach about halfway through the film and Alberto reveals himself for his true identity and when Luca turned on Alberto and just totally threw him under the bus and bailed on him and just the significance of that betrayal to like his very first friend and his only friend really that he was completely honest with I like just I didn't tear up but I was it got me in the feels I was like whoa man mm. like I that scene just hit me and I think if there were that was tough had, if there had been more scenes that had matched that emotional intensity for me and just had hit me the way that scene hit me we would I think I'd be having a different conversation about how I perceived this film but regardless that yeah, scene was very that scene was very well done for me and while we're talking about the visuals of that scene it was like in the sunset and it was just beautiful oh yeah 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 it was in the the reflection in the water oh. and yeah oh yeah 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 uh, so do you have anything else are you ready to zero zero to ten this thing? I am I'm very ready okay do it okay so as many of the listeners know I have two rating scales the one is called Marshall scale that's just traditionally uh, what would I give this on a scale of zero to ten Marshall is a friend of the show and I use a scale my own scale just I use it to drive how much effort would I put into watching this film again so like top of the peep is get a babysitter, pay money, go see it in theaters. Step below would be like this, you know, you pay 30 bucks and you watch it on premium access. Little step below might be like, hey, I'll watch it on Netflix if I have Netflix anyway. And then like the bottom of the rung is, you know, no Wi-Fi at the cottage, it's raining, uh, you have absolutely nothing else to do and there's a VHS of it there, you might consider watching it. Which, so, if I can which, just interject, that's yeah, it's something we didn't talk about was that this film, although it was released on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. was released for free on Disney Plus. It wasn't it wasn't one of the exclusive access. Like you didn't have to, you know, like what was the one we just right. watched? We just watched Cruella. Cruella right. we had to pay for, right? Yep. Above and beyond our membership where True. as Luca was just put on for free. And I don't know if that's Disney being like we don't believe in this one. Um, or what that is, but it was, anyways, I found that interesting. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think I wouldn't, I gave it a, a high force on my skill, which translates to if it's on a streaming site already, it's, it's, I'll, I'll probably pop it on, but I don't want to pay additional money for it. I don't think it falls into that category. Um, so it's kind of in that tier three for me as far as how much effort I'd want to put in on Marshall scale. So just a generic zero to 10 scale. I gave it a four. I could maybe be convinced to a five, but, um, I'd give it, you know, more strongly a four. Okay. Yeah. Um, what would you give it? I'm assuming it'll be higher. Yeah. I mean, I gave this, I gave this movie a 7.9. Um, that's respectable. You know, I, I, it was, it's beautiful to watch. It's, it's acted like it, it's voice acted wonderfully. Um, 
I enjoyed the soundtrack. And, you know, although the first half of the film didn't fall flat for me, I did enjoy the first half of the film. The first half of the film just didn't feel like Pixar for me. Um, but then there was a moment that, that kind of turned that around for me. So ultimately, I ended up with a film that felt like Pixar and made me happy and was a good film. And so, yeah, I, you know, and, and I would say that it's like, I would say it's like higher gold tier. It's, you know, I, I don't know. Wow. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm there to give it platinum, um, <laughs> but I think it's. Uh, you know, I, it's definitely better than Onward. Um, yeah, and definitely better than Toy Story Four. I would go as far yep. as like you know, I it, if if I had the option to sit down and watch like Finding Dory or you know, like I think some of those like I okay here I would rather sit and watch Luca than the incredibles that's a bold statement one yeah and i and might take I, i've always to. thought that the incredibles although good is just overrated um mm. i just think there's been too much hype and it's like okay yeah it's good but you've ruined it for me by saying it's amazing <laughs> and it isn't so i don't know, you know man i take some offense to that a little that's bit. fine that's that was par for the I course intended it um so without further ado i'm gonna pass things over to marshall hey fellas this week i watched a 1991 french film by directors jean-pierre jeanette and mark carroll called delicatessen you may recognize jean-pierre jeanette as the director of amelie which is one of his later films delicatessen is the film that gave him a cult following and i think it's absolutely deserving of it what did you watch this week Thank you, Marshall. Uh, thank you, Marshall. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, Pete. I, and no offense, no offense to you, Brady, but I do. It is a treat to have him ask us what we watched this week instead of. Oh, he you. does it better. Oh, yeah, no. he does it better than I do. It's not a contest. Well, it is, and he's winning. But um, well, okay, yeah, he is. But that, that, that's not yeah, the point. So, so why 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 him though why like what the hell was that talk to me i don't know you i thought you i thought you knew no i i'm trolling um if anyone wants to join in on the game all they have to do is send us a voice clip so either email it to us or go on the facebook messenger app and send the movie men podcast a voice clip and all you have to do is tell us who you are where you're from what you watched this week if you liked it if you didn't like it and um what you thought about it and ask us what we watch and it's a way for you to get on the show and it's a way for us to connect um about what we what we what we watched and uh, a way for us to share about that yeah and typically it's also a good way to get your name tossed into some future draws and stuff yeah, your oh, name will yeah. just kind of automatically sure. end up in a pile of names that are going to get pulled from so you can get some you know some fun free shit so, <laughs> so Pete, what'd yes. you watch, man? Um, I don't have a lot to add to this week. This week was just one of those weeks where um, we watched uh, Luca, and that would be the only feature film, just with the way the schedule landed. Uh, my wife and I are re-watching Lost, so we continued on that march forward, um, and so we were further than we were last week on watching Lost. But between Lost and Luca, that's all I watched this week. I will, just to fill out the segment for myself, 
um, I was just doing some driving and threw on my uh, Spotify playlist and I started listening to the Sheepdogs just randomly. And I feel like that's just like an applicable shout out because that's, it's not usually my style of music and I still wouldn't say it is my style of music per se, but they're a Canadian group from Saskatchewan specifically. And I was just in a head zone where I was like, hey, I'm, I'm into this and it's uh, patriotic to a degree. And I, I just got into it and... Although I didn't watch it, I listened to it, and it was a form of art, just as film is, and I'm just sharing it now, because why not? Yeah, sure. But uh, what did you watch this week? Uh, see, I'm going to have to ask you again, like, where where was I at in the, oh, my MCU venture? mercy. I don't... Oof. I think you had gotten into Doctor Strange. I think okay. that was okay, kind of yeah, yeah, in yeah. that territory. This is kind of what I thought. Okay, so... Uh, this week I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh yeah, Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, which okay, Homecoming. Did we review Homecoming or Far From Home? I think Far From. Uh, home, we so. did Far From Home. Ignore, scrap that. But Thor yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't exist in 2017. But well, we did, but the podcast did not. No, 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 no! I'm uh, I'm like a fast aging clone that uh, you know. Cool. I've only got uh, like three years left. Thor, Thor Ragnarok to me, um, this is a bold statement to many. Uh, I have not seen all the Marvel films, but that is possibly my most favorite. I I'm I would echo that sentiment. Beautiful. Uh, Black Panther. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. And last night I watched Avengers Infinity War, mm, which okay. I realized I had not watched since uh, my my since when I watched it in preparation going into Endgame, uh, oh, which then also wow. made me realize I haven't watched Endgame since 2019 when Endgame came out. So Dang. I'm really I'm looking forward to reaching that part of the uh, you know of the pathway that we're that I'm on. That's cool. That is cool. So that's it. I think that's all I watched. Cool. I mean, that's yeah. respectable. When we wrap up here, I'm going to go watch some 24. Oh, man, you are a, just continuing that eat, trick. Yeah, and eat a big old plate of nachos. So that's... Uh, oh, you yeah. monster. Oh, yeah. You uh, yeah. monster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. we had a civil podcast up to this point, but now you're just sticking the dagger and twisting it a little bit here yeah gotta gotta you know gotta break up my <laughs> veganism when i can <laughs> right so which actually yeah you know you scoff i for the last three weeks there's been like a lot of like tofu this and veggie burger oh, that and cool last night was instead of chicken nuggets they were chickpea nuggets with like oh. friggin oh yeah yeah that's kind of cool yeah, there's been like we'll do like taco bowls, but it's like it, it's like beyond meat or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, been on the been on the vegetarian uh, tonight is tonight is total moo cow beef on my yeah. <laughs> no, no, right. we're we're headed we're headed back to the slaughterhouse tonight. But that's you know it's been uh, yeah it's been a lot of like meat alternative alternative meat things. Hmm. So yeah, wow. interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wrap it up, boy. Well, all right. Well, everyone, um, by that I mean you and um, the listener, thank you for joining me this week. Thank you for joining Brady. 
Um, that was a really awkward way, way for me to phrase that, but thank you for listening. Yeah, where are you um, going with this? You. What are you, like, you know? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Kind of hone it in here. I need some sleep. That's where it's gone. Grab, grab the for- reins and take this thing where it's supposed to go. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, mm. Tune in next week. Check out our pages below, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like Next follow subscribe week. wherever you're listening please rate and review us well it does help the show it helps all the algorithms and you know the, the better you rate us the better you review us it helps other people find the show and it we'd really appreciate it we also just love anytime you can like or comment on a social media page related to the episode and just give us a, a comment and just let us know what you thought about the app or uh, just in general we love hearing from you and uh until next time Talk You're to them. so demanding. You you ask so much of the people. I ask only what I must. Oh man! I think next week we're we're like are we are we back in the universe of Black Mirror next week. We are. We are. Gross. Gross. <laughs> I feel like I'm more excited for that than you are. I feel like I feel like there's like a certain amount of anxiety that surrounds your life on on Black Mirror weeks. I'm I'm already sweating. Yeah, I live for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening or, you know, whatever. And until next time. Are you going to say something? Until no. next time. That was kind bye-bye. of me teeing you up. Bye-bye. Yeah, there we go. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>